I'm gonna hit record. Let's do this. We are we are back. There's a song in the beginning. No one gets to hear it. Are you ready for this? And you'll want your headphones. We definitely need our headphones. You at home, if you're listening on your phone, it is better. Everything's better with headphones. Did. Ritz crackers. You know that song? Dun, 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 dun. Putting Hit, on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the wrong song. It is. What's um? What's putting on the Ritz? Put... I have said putting in the Ritz because I just ate them. Putting in the Ritz. Yeah. <laughs> crackers. There. These were the cheese ones. They have cheese in the middle. So we sometimes do donuts for yeah. for podcasting. And I was going to go to Western Co today, but I was like, man, yesterday that was like a nice. diabetes day for me. Oh. D- diabetes day. Yeah. In the sense of like the amount of sugary drinks I had and I had some donuts for breakfast. So I was like, I better not today cuz um my friend went down to Portland recently and brought back a box of these dough donuts. They're D O E, so it has a deer on it, but they're um what is it? Gluten-free, I think. Mm. gluten-free donuts and called dough and uh they're really good and they had like one that was um uh, not pineapple uh, it was like a lemon filling but it was um uh like custard a pot- custard filling with the outside was why well, can't i think of this coconut coconut on the outside oh. of the lemon it was Yuck. unreal i thought it was going to be gross that sounds really? good but it was like refresh it was the amount of lemon was refreshing it was kind of like a refreshing thing mm-hmm. and then they had yeah they were really good and i was like i would i wouldn't have known these were like vegan or or gluten-free they were vegan that's what it was um no I, dairy i visited my family recently and my mom bought me a um pastry like a mexican pastry mm-hmm. they're called besitos we talked about them before they're um it's like this ball that's split in half and it has like filling in the middle, like raspberry filling in the middle mm-hmm. and it has coconut shavings on the outside. Mm. Um, and I didn't eat it when I was with my family, but my mom, my mom packed it in with stuff she gave me. Like she gave me onions. She gave me, uh, Ooh, for cooking it. Pozole. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and I forgot that the pastry was in there and I found it in the same bag as the onions um and so oh, i was like i wonder if this i was like no. i wonder <laughs> i wonder if it's still fine and i took a bite and it tasted, tasted like, like onions. onions so that's the problem with putting anything near onions i don't ever mm-hmm. buy onions i'm like i need to put these in a container or garlic for that matter oh, i love garlic no it's yeah. good but a garlic clove sitting out will in- infect things around it with the taste like I've um found. unshelled or on um right when it still has the it has it's like just a clove of garlic right it's like very strong and apples i heard if you put them near other fruit it's bad it can like do stuff to the other fruit oh it's not like you taste the apple it's like the apples want to be a little distance away from other stuff oh like how bananas ripen other fruit when they're near yeah so the apples do something where it's like a negative and i was like okay well i put it next to the oranges all the time and the bananas (laughs) yeah and then they brown pretty quick so that goes to tell you uh, we're back with, we're going to say his full okay, name. Okay, here we go, here we go. Our guest, special guest, one, two, three. Matthew, Matthew James, James Pugh. Did it, <laughs> did it yes. right. Nailed it you the first time. It. First time, yeah. we did it the first time today. Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome you wanna back. want to guess our middle names? We haven't done this before. Mm. Oh, I already said it on the last one. Let's see if he, gets, see if he, he remembers. 
Okay. Mm. Whenever you're ready. Now, we, now we're now we're putting them on blast. Yeah, it's great. As it's the okay. term goes. Yeah. But you, whenever you're ready. If you're comfortable with that. I'm not going to say another word after this moment. How about that at the end? How about we do that okay. at the end? Okay, great. Give me some time. Okay. No investigating, though, in the meantime. Yeah. You can't no look investigating? at our socials. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't look I'll at our social media or anything. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll come back to it. Remind yeah. us at the end. And if you don't remind us, it's because you don't want to have to do it, and I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, um, actually, Dolly, I don't know if I know your middle name, so this great. is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to no, say no. it now. And if you get it wrong, I'm not going to tell you what my middle name is. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm going to make up my own middle name every time that changes until great. I get a nod. That's great. Yeah. Um, when you guys were like talking about like these sweet desserts for. Yeah. Yeah. So mom. Ma- oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've been having like a sweet tooth lately for like a little over a year. And it's like. Mm-hmm. It's so random, but like I gotta tell myself like every day, you know, like <laughs> I want to go buy like just like a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, it just but, sounds like, good. I just I don't want to go to the store and buy like a whole pack, you know, like because then you're you get, stuck like, with them. Ten, because um, like I'll just like it'll just remind me like I'll just like eating. snack snack uh-huh. like, mm-hmm. and then like the all the cookies that should have lasted for like. Are gone. A week and a half was like gone in like two days. Like you know? nutter butters, I would devour the whole thing in like a two sittings. Or the wafer yeah. ones feel like they're not even cookies. Yeah, there's two things that always get me. One is um, like chips. I try not to buy chips because I'll just go through the bag in like two days. Yeah. Um, the second is um, Little Debbie, the oatmeal cookies. Oh, oh dude, yeah, with cream in the middle. Cream I in the middle. destroy those, so I don't buy. Yeah. I don't buy. Little Debbie of those. is. Very the devil. the devil, but it's an Adventist company, which is so weird. So it's a Christian accurate. company, Christian company that represents the devil. Don't they the, make the nutter butters? Yes, nutty buddies or nutter butter. No, nutty buddies. Yeah, yeah, those are so good. Those are that's like chocolate and peanut butter wafers, and it who's is their, probably my all time favorite. Who's their parent company? Like Hostess or something? No, they're their own company. Oh, really? Little Debbie is their own company. And they're out of a Southern uh, Adventist Southern University in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I have drove by the Little Debbie um, <laughs> factory when I was there. I was like, whoa, they're right here. Wow. So, I mean, I respect the Nutty Buddies are the one thing that I am like all about. I will, I buy those all the time. Right. But and yeah. my favorite donut thing because you got you were talking about like i wasn't talking about donuts no no before this we were talking about the sweet pastries. treats pastries um these are not donuts they're malasadas hawaiian thing they're like a um they're like a uh, cream filled donut but it has like the sugar was coating the on dog? the outside Did yeah the that dog was fart? sammy was she farting or whining? no she was whining oh <laughs> that would be a loud <laughs> fart it's <Okay>. like <laughs> Um, but they're they're like cream filled or chocolate filled, but they're like um, they have sugar on the outside, like just kind of raw sugar, and they're so good, the nice. best, the best. You might be able to get them at a Hawaiian bakery here if they have one, which I if I found mm-hmm. them here, I'd be there every every week. Yeah, so I I'm really careful about like well, buying I'm, sweets, yeah. like and yeah, like be like, oh yeah, like I like just you know drive by like a. Uh, at Dairy Queen and I'm like I don't never I used to never like really when I was younger I would like go to fast food but I never really catch myself you mm-hmm. know eating out fast food just because I personal choice of staying healthy and it is way healthier not to yeah and yeah. Uh, I'll, nowadays I'm just like oh yeah I could get a could get a, a blizzard 
Yeah. You know, like I could get that. Sounds you know? great. Snickers yeah. or a Reese's Blue. I, I could, yeah. But then I'm like, lately too, it's just like I need to be more focused on not eating any sweets because I'll, you know. It just, you know, you know, it's your uh, temp- temptation. You will go. Temptation. You'll yeah. dive deep to the yeah. deep end of the pool. Not right. to make a reference to last podcast about the pool we were talking about. Which yeah. could affect the next day, how, you know, I, how I feel. And then yeah. also like could affect my sleep, you know, if I had too much sugar and That's chocolate. That's why I slept so bad last night. I had all that sugar yesterday. I was like, I was so wide awake at midnight and I was like, then 12, 20, you know, like, oh, I'm feeling it. I've been eating cereal the past two nights mm-hmm. and the, I, apart from lattes, I never consume milk. Um, oh yeah and it just my stomach was like <laughs> turning like an engine yeah. trying to yeah. start up yeah I, I used to eat cereal all the time like when i was younger mm-hmm. until about like 20 maybe like 28 and then like i stopped doing that and my body does not like cereal i was well, it the milk or is it feel, the cereal i think it's, it's the, the cereal oh really different things for different people i think it just doesn't know how, and maybe it's like the moisture of like the milk and the cereal and it like doesn't work together it hits it'll i can do it once in a while and i like it but it's usually if i if i do the less sugary cereals there's something one thing that i love called heritage flakes it's a natural company and the the, not the company called heritage flakes the cereal (laughs) they have four or five they've like pecan something else but the heritage flake one is like four grams of sugar which is really low but it has a good good taste. And that one I can eat more. But it's still like if it's in the evening and I eat a sugary cereal with milk, I'm like, your stomach just feels like yeah. it's not yeah. good. Yeah. So it's good to be aware of those things. Like fast food this last year, I think I shared this before at some point, but I ate a ton of fast food this last year because I was like, oh, I don't feel like cooking and I don't have to wear a mask if I drive up the street and go to Taco Bell or go to get a burger. So I'd have like four burgers a week, Taco Bell three times a week. I was going to fast food every day. And then when I went to the doctor, they were like, you got really high blood pressure. And I was like, oh, dang it. Yeah. You should so. substitute those places for like, obviously that's not going to stop. Well, I don't do that. No, I haven't. Oh. I haven't done that. I go to, I have one burger a week now. I had to limit myself like you did with oh, nice. sugar. Is I had to be like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to eat fries more than once a week or a burger or like a Coke. Mm-hmm. Once a week, I'll have one. And that limits me having it. So yeah. I, like you could have a blizzard once in a while if you know you're just going to get one. But if you get a whole thing of cookies, it is tempting. So you got to go get one chocolate chip cookie from a bakery or from somewhere where it's like once in a, once a week, I'll have one or something. Yeah. Yeah, the last time I had a blizzard was like, I think... A little over two weeks ago, and you know the exact date was, and time. Yeah, and <laughs> ten a.m. Yeah, which town? It, it was in uh, Lincoln City. It was like after like a really active two days of like surfing, and I was like, I was just, like, you deserve so, it. You deserved it. I was so like, my body was like so needing like something, a little boost. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny when people <laughs> so cut, tired cut sugar out of the diet. Like it does give you more of a boost. It's like a synthetic just energy boost where like when you go to keto people do have energy with keto but the first little while your body's like not having sugar like makes you feel like a little under right yeah what was what was going to be your substitute for fast food though i'm curious Oh, i was going to say just go to like local mom and pop shops that's what i instead i've, I've been going taco to a taco Bell. truck yeah i've been going yeah. to a taco truck and tacos g tacos guimas mm. and the taco truck is that's what i call it g because i can't say guimas yeah. right How's it spelled? G U A Y M A S. What? Tacos are so good. Is it Wymus? 
Guayamas? Guay- Gua- I, I used to call it Tacos Guayamos, which is totally, there's no O <laughs> at all. It's G-U-A-Y-M-A-S. But that place, it's a Seattle chain with four or five. They shut a couple down at some point, but the one in Marysville still exists. And they have the best beans, cheese, and lettuce burritos. G-U-Y-A-M-O-S? G-U-A-Y-M-A-S. Like more. With more of the G-U-A-Y, because moss. <laughs> but they they have like, they have a beef tongue. They have all like authentic stuff. I don't get the tongue, but it's yeah. like the carne. Guaymas. Carne, huh? Guaymas. 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 Hmm? Why? There's no G? The G makes a um, Y sound. So if I say tacos G, I'm definitely wrong. Guaymas. No, you could. Cause tacos Y. <laughs> <laughs> why miss tacos why miss it's very good and then the there's a taco truck that apparently i was told recently is rated as one of the highest food trucks in Snohomish county el uh, tacos el rey which is okay. king right uh-huh. the king tacos mm. um and that that's pretty good too but the carne asada at tacos why miss is the best but nice. those that's when I feel like that's not considered fast food to me because I'm like someone prepared it. It's real beans. It's real stuff. So that's like me making something at home at that point if it has everything in it. Um, once in a while, they I have seen those lettuce uh, salad things that have like spinach in them and carrots in there. And I was like, oh. Like a wrap? No, like they grabbed the salad bag and just threw some lettuce oh, in. And okay. I was like, there's carrots and sp- Oh, that's what this is. But it still tastes fresh. <laughs> like so. a mix. Like yeah. a they take the bag salad and yeah. add it yeah. to the taco. It's still or like, to, well, to some, the burritos. Well, sometimes burrito. that's like a testament to how um small they are or how uh um, yeah. cuz like they literally ran out of their usual product and they oh, need to run to the gotcha. store and, and get, get a substitute. Yeah. Well, and they are right. really good. And I like supporting them over like a Taco Bell or a Taco Time or all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, right. it's like limiting the fast food and it's tough to, it's just making a decision. I, I remember we did a, our first tour, we were on tour or on tour. We traveled for five weeks and played four shows. So it was a road trip, but we ate, we went out to eat twice in five weeks wow. while living in a van, mm. not down by the river Yeah, just at rest stops and stuff. But it was just cause we would take our cup of noodles in, heat them up in a gas station and microwave. So it wasn't like we were eating healthy. We just saved money by mm-hmm. not, not going out to eat and stuff like that. But it's, it can be tough to do. But you said you were surfing recently. And I am super curious how the Oregon Coast surfing experience is. Because I have never... I'm a little, I love surfing and it's very interesting to me. But I'm a little nervous to do it because I haven't done it much and I'm not good. Wow, I just realized just how connected to like board life you are. Like you skateboard, you snowboard, you surf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just realized It's that. all boards. Yeah, ever since I was very small. Mm-hmm. Like probably even before like I was like nine or ten. But like, you know, I was not the daredevil kid, which mm-hmm. I, was, I didn't know why. But yeah, I was, I was uh, you know, learning skateboarding, you know, more towards like, you know, when I was 12 to 13. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And then like, I don't know how, yeah, like <clears throat> I was so passionate about the whole skateboarding thing. Snowboarding came just right there with me on the side, you know, but like mm-hmm. the resources of going snowboarding was very like none, 
like my the parents because it's like, expensive or yeah that the travel up to the mountain the all travel that stuff. to the mountain my parents didn't do it mm-hmm. like it's like one kid in the family like snowboarding but like nobody else does any of that you winter know sports winter sports at all so like so you had skate- to wait like skateboarding you- kind of like opened my door to like hey like go grab a magazine off the you know shelf of like you know grocery store and like this is snowboarding and i was like dude i've gotta do this like yeah so it was interesting kind of like how a family relocated to a place that actually has snowboarding in the backyard Mm -hmm. to like go you know a half an hour east and you're at a ski resort right yeah like issaquah is like the edge of the mountains there i always love that town because when you're driving out you're like and you look up you're like and this is literally just what it looks like for a hundred more miles this way. Yeah. But now I have it, this town right here too. But yeah. Sur- surfing has been like something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, since I was young, I was when my parents or my mom would take me to the beach in Southern California and it'd be like Huntington beach or Hermosa beach. You just see surfers. And I was like, I always thought it was like, that's going to be my lifestyle when I'm like older and you mm-hmm. know, just like the beach lifestyle, like, you know, longboard to the beach, like longboard, skateboard to the beach and have your surfboard in your hand and then like (laughs) go not even surfing, you know, and sounds amazing. And it's like the best sunsets or like best color of day. And Mm -hmm. just, I was in nature. Yeah. Yeah. In nature, in the ocean, which is like something I'm really attracted to. It always been something where the water and the waves have been like really some place where I find like a lot of peace and, I just, as like, as I turned like, you know, in my, I'm like 35 now, mm-hmm. um, about a year and a half ago, I went surfing with a friend and it was like a whole thing like, oh yeah, like this is something I really always wanted to do. I just never really had the friends or like yeah. surfing around here wasn't even possible. Like I never thought it was possible to go in Washington into, or something in Washington yeah. Even though I tried when I was younger, which I, we, my friends and I like did a trip down to Oregon um, when I was like in my 20s and we like went camping and we like rented surfboards and mm-hmm. did that. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. Like, but it's gnarly, you know? Well, yeah. And the waves are pretty big in certain areas there. I'd, I'd want to start on like, here's some three footers and they're like 10 and you're like, well, I'm just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, and cold exploring too. like you know around here in washington my friend introduced me to like a spot um it's like on the whippy island it's called mm-hmm. fort eb and oh nice we went there one day and it was like firing off like 10 star day and it's actually a surf spot on like a surf website called surfforecast.com or magic seaweed mm-hmm. magic and, seaweed actually sounds amazing I yeah check that out <laughs> and uh they're like yeah like let's go and check it out and i'm like you know i was like i rented a wetsuit and rented a board and you know I got, I got out there and swam but like i was like dude like i i'm like not you know i don't have the arms to swim as fast as like to go yeah. into the waves the right way. Yeah. It's yeah. just like kind of like nerve wracking. I was learning and uh, kind of refreshing how like, this is like pretty dangerous and like, yeah. um, you got to like swim and keep up with your, 
just your, you know, have your board on your side and, you know, you have a leash that's connected to your leg, but like, um, I've actually had, you know, a leash rip off before, um, off my ankle and, oh wow and I had to like fight to get back onto my surfboard or I was going to drown, you know, like, wow. cause the waves are just going to go coming over, over and hit, hitting. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but so yeah, it led me going out to Fort EB and then we went to Westport. I've heard of good things about Westport. Yeah. I mean, for wave wise, but I'm like, still, I'm like, man, you need a wetsuit that's like an inch thick yeah. or something. Yeah. I need like a five, four, three, which is like, um, you know, you don't really necessarily need like having five mil booties, like to like oh, use yeah, as, yeah. to protect your feet. Cause there's sometimes rocks like, and like kind so of thicker sand stuff. Yeah. But, um, you need definitely like something to keep your feet you know warm so five mil five mil suit five mil boots and then like i thought i needed five mil gloves but you really you just maybe need like two millimeter gloves you need something though because like people get out there and then their hands are blue or something after a little while like we had five mil suits for um scuba diving in the puget sound and that's like the first moment you get in this freezing water goes down the front of it and you're just like and then you're then it's like after that you're good but it's like the first there's a shock getting in the water yeah yeah and so once i got over like the anxiety of the ocean and like how like it can really beat you up and like get you into places where you're like wow like i just got crushed by that wave like that doesn't feel good but i'm (laughs) still like gonna you know go move forward and like try to get out past the break of the waves and then mm-hmm. when you get past the break it's more chill you have time to like breathe and like you know get back on you know a good vibe and be like yeah like i got out here and now i'm like now i can think about catching a wave but you know more as i did it like several times i was like i need to buy my wetsuit i need to yeah have your own stuff i need to buy the surfboard because i really like this is like a new thing that I'm going to be consistent on. You don't want to have to rent every time and find somewhere to like get one and do that. Yeah. That kind of thing. It's really yeah. inconvenient too. Cause like sometimes it's like, Oh, you gotta, you know, drop it off by, you know, five on the same day you rented it. And, and you got it, there at 10 AM and then yeah. you're like, I got four hours out here. Am I wrong in assuming that those places are very, um, like hard to come by here in Washington? Like, especially if rental this, this, high, yeah, this hidden spot on Whidbey Island, you know. Um, like surf spots? Or it's not like hidden these anymore. rental locations. Oh, yeah, rental locations. So, like, um, there's not any surf shops I know in Whidbey Island, but, like, more towards the coast, um, there's, like, maybe one shop, you know, yeah. around Westport or, mm-hmm. you know, on the way to Westport. Yeah. So if you get out there, you're like, there's going to be one on the beach. You're like, dang it. You got to turn around and go all the way back a little ways. But they have like surf shops around here, not just like us, but there's one in Seattle and there's one in Kirkland and they are not just selling surf. They're selling like canoes or like, um, like water paddle boards or even Uh, these like new things are called like, uh, Foil boards? Or... Hydrofoils. Yeah, hydrofoils. I just bought one in Renton for my... Oh, this is going to... 
be after they get yeah. it. So it's fine. Uh, it's for my cousin's husband and they found it on Facebook marketplace. They're normally like 1500 bucks, Yeah. but you're sitting. So you're sitting on this, there's a seat on it. And then the board's like a foot or two down and your feet go in it. Then there's a whole extension that's underwater underneath that. So as you get lifted up, you're sitting three feet above the water getting pulled. So you can like, Oh, I feel like I've seen this before. They're, they're really cool. But yeah, this one was for sale for 480. So a third of wow. the price. And they, she's like, if you can pick that up, so I'm going to take it out there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's a surf shop, um, called the perfect wave surf shop in Kirkland. They like promotion pretty much, um, have all that stuff that you can like go nice. and go to little, you know, Lake Washington or yeah, go out to the coast. And, um, I was actually thinking maybe I should try the e-foil boards, you know, like try it out just like, yeah, go be for fun. It. You know? well, yeah. and there's also the guys that are on, like they're hooked into the board, but they got like the kite boarding. Yeah. So they're like getting the lift and jumping 15, 20 feet and just like flying for a little bit. And in the, in the, yeah. windy area. so all that stuff is super cool. And I grew up in Portland area vancouver washington and in the columbia gorge they had windsurfing and that was a huge thing and people would go out there because the wind's just like whipping through there and i always thought it'd be super cool you see a few guys like fall flat on their face into the water and they gotta pick up the board and the thing that the little um sail that's all soaked you're like oh, that's not fun but that's gonna happen yeah yeah but it seems awesome i'm just like i'm too like you were saying i was like super nervous to get in a big wave situation and you feel very small in the ocean and you know that you're just this tiny thing. Exactly. Especially when you see these like 30, 40 footers that people are doing, you're like, dude, these guys are getting thrown up and slammed onto the reef and dying probably. Yeah. Yeah. Could be super dangerous. And Dolly's like sitting here and... gripping her hands <laughs> under her legs. And it's all like, so scary. It's... It just sounds so scary to me. So I, yeah. And so like, you know, going to like Oregon coast is my, my like place where I feel like it's more of surf spots that are like consistent, you know, mm -hmm. cause I, I, every time I keep going out to like, you know, Westport, it's like, I'm not getting the waves that I'm looking for to like oh, wow. learn, you know, like it's really challenging when the surf is like not an actual like good day. And it's just like white wash of this white water, you know, it's like bodyboarding waves kind of thing. Kind of, but like it just, it's just, it's just like they're just washed out waves that are just like kind of just barreling through and like mm -hmm. it's just mm. no and they're curl. very they're very consistent they're like they don't don't have any gaps between them they're like just rolling it over another uh, one and over another one yeah and it's just like oh man like i can't you know I drove you drove out there two and a half hours or so out there just to like be like bummed let down you know? yeah. yeah and i was just like i gotta go somewhere where it's like <laughs> at least like you know a spot where the you waves be can have an opportunity like to you would surf. drive five hours to make sure you get waves versus two to sit there and guess yeah yeah and like you know now since like now since i have my van i'm like exploring i like to like go out and explore you know new zones and like i've been wanting to like make my way all the way down to california on the coast that would be awesome um, yeah with my van but like i've already made it halfway like the central oregon coast coastline and that's where it's funny because that's like you know you don't know it's down there until like you start meeting people and and mm -hmm. now i can like you know i met my good friend maxwell morale and um he t he taught surfing at a surf shop in um otter rock and like he 
showed me some spots and I'm like, wow, like this, this place is a magical, like it's also really beautiful down on the Oregon coast. Yeah, it is. I was and, surprised and not that I hate Oregon. It's just that every, I'm usually like, why can't it disappear and California scoot on up so I can get to California quicker. But then whenever I hit the coast, I'm like, it's beautiful the whole way down. It's like, I've never done the Oregon coast. It's like, because there's big rocks out in the water. There's all kinds, there's coves. There's so many cool things. And I always, when you're driving through Oregon or a lot of California on I-5, it's not that interesting. No, that's a lie. I've gone to, I've gone to Portland and then driven out to Cannon Beach and then come up the coast. Oh yeah. So you've done some of it. Yeah. Yeah. We did, we did, uh, we took a trip to Cannon Beach one time together. Yeah. Because I was on that, I had that urge. Oh dude, we got so soaked. Yeah. You remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was man. so rainy when we went. Yeah. And we didn't take water at all. But it's yeah. raining. So the irony is you're dehydrated, but you're soaked. Yeah. 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 That's and then Cannon Beach is the most north, one of the most north ones. And then Newport Beach is south, right? Yeah. Newport or just Newport. Uh, but I've been down, I haven't been, I've been down to Yahats and it's not how, it's not spelled the way it sounds, but it's similar. But south of there is Florence and that's where like there's sand dunes that yeah. are super cool. I've heard that really? I've really wanted to go to. Um, Doesn't, don't we have sand dunes somewhere? We do. Yeah. Washington has sand dunes in the middle of the state, I think more. Yeah. Oh, really? Not the coastal area where Oregon, it's like Oregon coast. You're driving along Florence. Suddenly, if you look on a map, it's just all sand like right on the coast and there's people that go um for not four-wheeling but um dune buggy riding that i know oh there's something backing up outside no uh, do you hear that high frequency yeah what is it it's outside oh i think so weird so there's friends of mine that go take their dune buggies down to this. They go to Washington and do it too, but yeah. they also go down to like um, Moab, Utah, and do stuff out there. But they went down. They've gone down to Oregon coast, and uh, he was telling a story of someone who uh, was parked right over the edge of a hill. This is the danger of doing the sand dunes because people are just jumping them and flying over, and there someone comes over as they st- they had stalled right over a hill or something just nailed them and they like poof, 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 their friend like flipped wow. end over end ruined like that hundred like thousands and thousands of dollars of damage because those are those are expensive like rigs yeah um and so i'm like yeah i because i was i was thinking i was like i don't have a dune buggy i want to go out to the sand dunes <laughs> But I don't have anything to be safe out there. But I wanted to like run out there and film the sand, like a scene out of like a Star Star Wars movie where they're like walking through the desert. Yeah. But I'm like, my luck. I'm gonna come up with the camera on the edge of a hill, and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a tire. right over at me. Um, so you gotta be. I I just think it looks so cool to film out there and do something that looks like this massive desert, and you don't have to go that far. Yeah. To no, do I that. agree. I've I've always thought about doing that too. More of. Mm-hmm. So like the beach, because I I have a similar vibe where I like beach life is what I love, but I don't get to live it every day. But I do walk on a beach a couple times a week near me. But like the whole thing of just like the ocean connected to the ocean, feeling like calm and relaxed, like that's my thing. But I don't do anything except bodyboard once in a while. And I mostly just want to soak and get into the ocean and be in probably chest deep water so I can still get out if something's coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, but being there with waves coming in, looking at fish, which is why I love Hawaii and California is like San Diego is still a little cold now. Cause once you get spoiled and you get like Caribbean water, you're like, eh, 
you know, it's like, it still feels cold, but I would just need a wetsuit and then I'd love it. Yeah. But anytime I'm on sand or there's waves crashing, I'm instantly like, I bet my blood pressure is like 10 points lower right. <laughs> Instant, instantly. Right. Just like calm. And I'm like, nothing. I actually was thinking today cause I saw a custom license plate coming down that said like Trek fan, <laughs> like Star Trek fan. Star Trek. And I was like, what if I could get Island time? I don't know if that would fit. Yeah. But if I just got Island time and no one else had it in Washington, how cool would that be for a custom license plate? Yeah, that'd be cool. I wish I didn't say it on here. Dang it. Uh, what I wanted to get was forest time, people. Forest you time. You probably could because Island is a five-letter word, and then you can do TM for time. Mm, island trademark. <laughs> TM. <laughs> yeah, no. I Well, can you do... How many letters can you fit on a license plate is the question. Seven. There's seven. Total? Yeah. So island. I saw... I saw a license plate the other day on a Tesla said Dropbox. I was like, that's cool. I guess I was like, okay, did you invent Dropbox, you know, or right. yeah. Cause why would you be driving yeah. a Tesla of all things? Yeah. Well, they might be Dropbox is uh, I don't know who started it, but I know that's but, cool. Well, I would assume I'm assuming Costco. <laughs> I'm, Costco I'm assuming that they can probably drive a much more expensive vehicle than a tesla yeah okay there's for how big dropbox is well right. a teslas are nice though you get a hundred thousand you get the hundred thousand dollar model like you might want that just to save on gas sure like your daily daily there's driver. an at uh not an aston martin a poo uh poop. not not poop car <laughs> there's a poop car <laughs> i gotta tell you guys car. about uh no it's a uh alfa romeo Okay. The sports cars. My dad had one in the late seventies and his model is like a 79. We were looking it up the other night, checking them out to remember how cool his looked. I couldn't find his exact model, but we found similar ones. He wanted, he's like, Hey, cause we were doing a zoom call and he's like, could we, he lives in assisted living now. So we like hang out in person once a week. And then I'm telling Matthew as well as everyone <laughs> online, which we've talked about online or whatever, wherever you are. Um, so yeah, so I see him once a week and I Zoom call with him. But he was like, hey, could we watch a video on YouTube about uh, the Ast or Alfa Romeos, the, the new ones? So we wanted to check out the new models. There's one that my jaw like actually was like, I was, dro I was drooling because I want it. And guess how much it costs? Uh, 238 Way low. $238,000. Way low. Really? Yes. Okay. This is the car for the Dropbox person. All right, seven hundred and fifty-six. Way high. Thousand. <laughs> Five hundred and fourteen thousand right, dollars. Well. Now this car is their high. Uh, it's all electric. Their highest model, but it looks like a car out of the sixties. A hundred percent. Wow. The inboard dash, like everything. Slim. Like, um, I'm gonna pull up the model real quick, and if I. Okay. On your phone, yeah. Yeah, and I'll and I'll show you guys because this is like. I was like, if I ever get to the spot where 10 million is a thing, I'm getting one of these cars because it's, it's only, it's actually only a 200 mile range for the charge, which isn't a lot, but it's in, it looks incredible. It's just like the coolest looking car I've ever seen. So I'm going to say 514,000. I don't know if this is the best That's way to That's the one thing I don't like about electric cars is how that much they cost. No, the mileage um, oh, the, cap. The amount. Some of them go five or six hundred. Which, if this went three hundred, that's like a normal gas tank. That would be cool. But um, here's the. Oh, I just have to type Alfa Romeo electric. But Alfa Romeos are like European, like sports car, really nice. Um, Thank you. I didn't get that from the name. 
You didn't? You didn't <laughs> no. know it was Italian? Nope. Oh, my Lord. Um, and whether, I Do mean... Do they... Um, what's God. that? Is that a pizza shop, Romeo's? Romeo's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the pizza guy? It's like Cesar's Palace. <laughs> when I was talking about, like, Caesar's Palace, like, Cesar's Palace. Cesar. Cesar's Palace. Uh, that's also a character from Nick Kroll on the Nick Kroll show. Is it? He has a guy named Cesar. Yeah. I uh I like Here electric cars. Um I'm a big Tesla fan, but like let's see this guy. Yeah, here it is. The Alfa wow. Romeo. This is the outside. I'm gonna That's show pretty, you an interior. Like shot. Retro. It looks yeah. like an Aston Martin. Like it, a cute yeah. little Aston so here's, Martin. Yeah, here's an outside shot of it. Yeah. Isn't that so Ooh, cool? You know looks what it like looks like? This is exactly what it looks like. Like a Corvette from the early sixties. Yes. Late 50s. This, this picture sold me. a little me. bit more round. It's I, like a Corvette had a baby oh, with yeah. a Aston Martin. That's yeah. cool this looking. Looks like. It is. And, the, and so this is in front of like a mansion. And I think it's a selling point. Because I'm like, That's I want probably an estate. An estate is what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I was. It's the Alfa Romeo. Uh, Gu, it's a uh, Guglia or my, bro, my dad, my brother. I was going to say, my dad said, <laughs> I think it's a uh, Gilia or something GT and most beautiful electric car you'll see and I was like yes it is and the interior just looks like something out of that era but it has like a shifter still which I don't know why you'd need it probably just to like go was uh Alfa Romeo the driver for Ford in uh Ford versus Ferrari no not that's that was a company at the time so the guy Alfa Romeo the company existed at that time. It wasn't a gentleman. It wasn't a guy's name. Who's who's the dude Christian Bale plays? Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but it's Christian Bale who plays that dude. I don't know his name. No, what? I know he was a famous. I was just joking. Did with you. you just Miyagi me? I what did. You do? <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. No, he's a he. I forget the guy's name, but he was a famous race car driver. That was a great movie, Ford versus Ferrari. It's the, I haven't seen it. The way, so the cinematography, the look of it, it's based in the 60s. It's like this racing movie or maybe early 70s, but it's just like you're in a dream. It looks so cool. Oh, no, I'm completely wrong. What's his Christian name? Christian Bale played Ken Miles. The driver. Yeah. Yeah. Alfa Romeo existed at that time, but um, yeah, that movie's filled with awesome old cars and stuff too. So I just, I was like looking at the Alfa Romeos and all, there's these ones. I'm like, yeah, it all looks like cool. And then I saw that. I was like, Okay. I know I'm not buying this car. Like if I had 10 million, that would be, I mean, I bought cars that were costing more than I had in my bank account before. So, but the payments on that are what? 2000 a month. Yeah. <laughs> or more because you're, you're having to pay it off more than 30 years. Like a house would be for 500,000. That's crazy. Yeah. And some dudes pay cash. Yeah. Well, I would if for I had the 10 cars. million. Yeah. And when I buy this car and that mansion or that estate, It'll be when I have 15 to $20 million from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I want that for us. I do too. I think it'd be I'm fun. separately. I don't want to live on your estate. No, I know. I already live in other people's estates. Unless I'm estates. poor. And then... Then it's cool. Yeah, then I can It's like there. a Magnum PI, the show. He lives on Robin Master's estate. It's someone else's estate and he's super poor and he drives a, a Porsche or Corvette or... No, Corvette. Nope. Ferrari. He drives his Ferrari. Who cares, right? But anyway, it does matter. It does matter. It's a great show. What's his name? Your boy? Uh, 
Hernandez is in it. Oh, Jay Jay Hernandez. Hernandez. And he's not, they're not trying to make him be a Hawaiian dude. It's in Hawaii, but he's like from somewhere else, but they were in the military and then they moved to Hawaii where Robin Masters estate is. He's very handsome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's, he's like someone I wish I was. He's still very handsome in the show. Yeah. He hasn't changed. I don't think. And I think it's, I used to be weird about being like, yeah, this guy's attractive. I'm like, I think it's okay for me to think people are attractive and and more yeah. I'm like I wish I was as good looking as that guy cuz he's cool. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Brad Pitt and all the people that are like the Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise of the world. I was told once they're like you look like a young Neil Young and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> cuz I looked I was like, "Let's look at some pictures of young Neil Young." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, great." It was like, I think it was like at Whole Foods or something. It was funny, someone worked there. But I was, and then someone else was like, or Gene, or like uh, Gene Simmons. I'm like, okay, cool. And it's not, it's probably just the hair. It's probably just the hair and the face. Yeah. And people are dumb. <laughs> they have no. Actually, the most recent one that I've gotten, which has been uh, oh, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest comparison. one of all time, Professor Snape. <laughs> yeah. You can't get a higher compliment. You can't get a higher that. compliment. Well, it happened working <laughs> at the church when kids would be, I'd be walking by, they're like, there goes Professor Snape. Cause I had like wearing all black and the black, blackish hair, like flowing as I'm walking quickly over the camera stands. Like, didn't, and, didn't someone tell you like you walked by and they were like 10 points Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's happened. Yeah. So I'm just like, so I've, I've, there's been multiple text feeds with friends that oh, I play poker slams. with that are like just like sending pictures of like Snape in a meme <laughs> for stuff. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where like you better do this for Halloween. I was like I you wanted should. to do I want to do like the adventures of young Snape on YouTube or something yeah. and just like or normal life Snape makes the peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> and I'm like dressed in the robe and I'm spreading it and eating it and or who knows it's It'd probably it's probably a TikTok channel that needs to happen yeah you probably yeah. should make a TikTok yeah. channel yeah and then that's the thing that I'm like well I don't know if I want to get involved with more things but if I had a robe <laughs> and I did the whole thing kind of like um, Sir Video with her oh, vampire yeah. character oh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be so funny so that's where it'd be fun to do and if I already have the look like I can't may as well do it you know yeah. but I have to get his like British accent down and I'm terrible at a British accent just don't no just don't speak it's no. like him doing daily stuff and then you should never do, speaking never speaking and then mm. you should put the like Hogwarts like a like a Music. Harry Potter sound like song underneath it so never say a word and he because yeah. he would he'd have these long stares just like a yeah or like quick turns because he's so dramatic and his eyes were on the sides like he's eyes so, to the side he's so sassy and dramatic. Yeah. yeah he was a great great actor Alan Rickman mm-hmm. R.I.P. because he passed away a few years ago with cancer but 2016 the worst year we've ever had except for what last was that? year was that yeah, remember all those people died it was Tons, him yeah David Bowie Oh, yeah. uh, tons, other people tons of tons of actors and actresses yeah the the people that we that we all care about because they're famous basically yeah because yeah. they're like the, when that's the thing Celebritas. it's funny because the we were talking uh the beginning of the last episode we were talking about like you said you think of these morbid things like what would happen if i die or this yeah. and i'm like you know the thing that people are like well i want to be remembered and so like the fact of getting famous just means that on yahoo <laughs> the day you die so it'll be like You'll today be so and so passed away and you're like is that really the goal right is that just to be known enough to be like sad everyone's sad but i was like i my goal is to really entertain people in this life and make them laugh and make life better for other people through art so yeah. it's like if i can just do that and people find it even later 
that'd be cool. Because I think we were watching a bunch of old short films that I'd done, and my friends like, we're gonna watch this when you die way way before we do. We're gonna be watching these videos. I'm like, I'm not dying before you guys. <laughs> but I, it's one of those things. I'm like, it makes you. I'm like, okay, I want to create art that's funny that people like. I still like of. the idea of obituaries and newspapers because mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's a great opportunity for other people to see how great a person was or so like it's a whatever. family member writing about the person and it's not even someone famous necessarily no, it's not just at all. like it's someone just... who wins things they did in their life yeah well that's why i like um being involved with like capturing celebrations of life services because then you get a good view of who people were and you're like wow that person did a lot of cool stuff and, mm-hmm. it, and it makes you appreciate life more and stuff too yeah there's this thing or uh, yeah there's a. Uh people throw uh what's that called people under the bus <laughs> no uh memorials like living oh, yeah. living memorials have you heard of that living memorials yeah so the person is still alive and they, oh. they're hosting a memorial so that they can be present to can, hear people's can... like past uh, their like speeches and can i ask a question about these yeah, and I you probably might know. I don't know. You probably know. Okay. Do these people that are having these done have a terminal disease and they're doing it a month early? I or is this no, like... No, 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 This is like... Just in oh, general. Oh, I'm a healthy 35-year-old okay. and I just want to get... Like, I, I want praise. I want Celebrate praise. Celebrate me. Want to hear this. I mean, I, I'm sure it's probably cathartic and... Um, well, it is nice to hear the ways that you're impacting the world in a good, positive way. I think that's always good. Yeah. But it's interesting mm-hmm. to have a living. Well, I was thinking like a hologram, like how they brought Tupac back for um, Coachella. Coachella. Coachella? Coachella. Co- Coachella. Yeah. I think it's Coach. Coachella. Ella. Okay. <laughs> Coach Ella. Coachella. Ella. Coachella. Uh, but they had him like on stage and they had the song play and then people are singing around him. I'm like, it's pretty cool. So eventually there will be concerts that are all holograms of like, you can go to Jimi Hendrix concert from like the seventies and like he doesn't miss a note because it's the same concert. I just rewatched, um, Blade Runner 2049. Oh yeah. Um, Which is a great movie. I, yeah, I think it's one of the greatest movies to have come out. Um, it's wonderful. And I didn't see the first one, which is that bad? Me too. You haven't seen it? Mm -mm. Okay. The new one. I mean, there was... I saw, I've seen some scenes of the first one, yeah. but I should it's, rewatch the it's first It's great one. for this story. And it's the for same. For like the connection. It's Harrison Ford. Yeah. Right. Young that. Harrison yeah. Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching 2049. What was I going to say about this? Oh, uh, the, that hologram stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so there's this, you know, that scene when, uh, Ryan Gosling goes to Vegas and there's like that scene in the um, dinner and a show place. It's like a the what? What do you call that? Um, like a viewing room, like a performance a theater. Yeah. Dinner. Dinner yeah. with a show is yeah. a good word for yeah. a good term for it. <laughs> a dinner with and a show <laughs> yeah. experience. Um, and then in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like Elvis is performing like a young Elvis hologram, oh, yeah. and then yeah. it's like uh, Marilyn Monroe doing the happy birthday. Mm-hmm. song and yep. uh mr like, president um, what do you call those dancers go-go dancers there's like go-go yeah dancers but they're all holograms they're all holograms yeah it was just so cool i mean that's gonna be i feel like that's not that far away because they're right. already doing it they did it in the movie but i mean in yeah in like real life you're gonna you could get a hologram yeah like families just need to sell the rights and images of their 
celebrity mm-hmm. family members, I guess. Well, they have a Frank Sinatra concert. I would love yeah. to go see a Frank Sinatra concert. Um, they had a they have an app now, which is kind of trippy, where they're taking like a picture of a family member and it brings it to life for their head moves and smiles and looks. And oh. it's like on the phone. So people have like their like it was cool to see like a grandpa of a family and he had a picture of his wife when she was younger and she, her head's moving and looking and smiling and he's like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's amazing. But that stuff's like crazy. And that, that probably tripped me out with family members I've lost too. seeing like the movement of a photo and you just put it in your phone on the app and then it moves it. Yeah. Which is cool. Another yeah, totally. thing about a uh, blade runner 2049 mm-hmm. is that I like the, um, and this is, I hate that. I like this cause it's, uh, projecting the wrong uh, climate impact that we're trying to do as people are we, should are we, do. Aren't we ending the planet? Is <clears throat> that what's going on? Yeah, now? we are. Yeah. But um, the use of plastic in 2049 is so pretty. Like they're using a lot of plastic. Yeah. Like um, the way he, um, he makes food for himself and it's like these dehydrated packets but mm-hmm. the like what it's in is fantastic. It's so pretty. Uh, and yeah. then um, I, I didn't even pay he, attention to that. I gotta yeah, watch that again. Yeah, he, you know, because he works. He's a Ryan Gosling's a like a police officer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they tape up LAPD. Yeah. So you know how they tape up that guy that he kills at the beginning of the movie. Spoiler alert for oh, those yeah, of yeah. you that want to. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I haven't watched it. So just like um, they do now for crime scenes, they like tape up the location um so that nobody messes with it oh outline yeah and they tape the door frame of the house um in a plastic and it's like amber it's like a yellow like a color yeah yellow deep amber and it's so pretty and And the way they do lighting in that there was this i think we talked about the movie before because there's this like mist and the way it's shot is just so like cinematic and cool deacon right yeah Uh, uh, Roger, Roger Deakins, Roger Deakins. Yeah. and also he did 1917 which we talked about a recently bit, yeah. just by saying the date 19 yeah but I, or 17 I would never think that movie was like lit by like you know um light fixtures and like big you know Hollywood movie lighting 1917 or just any, any yeah. of Roger Deakins like oh. latest films because yeah. it's so natural that's, you, that's like, his goal you just forget like you're like in the movie you don't mm-hmm. you forget like you're watching a movie it's because it's so like beautiful and like natural and like and he, there's never elegant. there's never a lens flare or anything because he hates i saw an interview with him after 1917 he hates anything that takes you out of the experience so anything that looks like warped or not real or has like those um everyone's into the like um, anamorphic anamorphic lens look of lights mm-hmm. and he's like i don't want the lens to the lens should not hinder the should not block the viewer at all i don't want them to know they're looking through a lens even though i sometimes like light leaks it's so his style is like very very cool and he's like one of the best there is he did tree of life right yep oh i didn't see because there was some no 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 actually no that was emmanuel lebesky oh okay emmanuel lebesky the other guy uh the other one well chivo that was chivo that's his that's his nickname chivo yeah chivo the guy who won three oscars in a row for best cinematography no oh. big deal right <laughs> like the same, no one's ever the same done that. night or the same three years in a three row. three years in a row yeah wow, wow. that's amazing that guy's a master of like 
I gotta okay. I gotta watch Tree of Life. Yeah. Now. Yeah. There's a uh, uh, Robert Yauman who is he's um, Wes Anderson's uh, D- DP director of photography, right? I don't know. That's what Roger Deakins is, right? A DP mm-hmm. or cinematographer. He's a cinematographer. Right. Same. Uh, the DP does the same thing. But yeah, the uh, Robert Yauman. I looked him up, and he did all of Wes Anderson's films. I'm like that 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 guy and Roger Deakins are two amazing, amazing guys. Mm-hmm. People to like try to emulate on some level. Although I sometimes love lens leaks and flares, though too. I think um, Roger Deakins and his wife are doing like an online. Um, kind of thing where um, they call it the Team Deacons. Oh, really? And they they uh, talk about you know film and that's cool. cinematography and like. So it's like a it's, podcast or a show, or like something. a could, master class type of thing. Could be like a master class thing. Yeah, dude, I would yeah. I would pay for that. Yeah. I know there's so many master classes I've seen ads for that look amazing. Because his wife is like also into imagery and all that, and. And she she's like on board of creative like them. the creative like collaboration with him. That's oh. cool. So it's like a team thing when they do a movie. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your favorite films? Mm, uh, in like the last ten years or anytime. All time favorites. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever comes to mind. Hmm. I would say like my favorite films. Um, Man, uh, there's so many, but like, there's this, there, I just gotta say a couple. Um, well, like you said, Tree of Life, like, yeah. that was a, that was one film that I really kind of like spoke to me, like, in a, like a way that was like, yeah, experimentalism is real with a camera, like, hmm. and you can have a perspective that you can show life in like a really, um, interesting way that it's almost like you when you looked at like beauty when you're like a kid you know like when you like yeah we're young and you're looking at things and like you're always kind of had this perspective where you're like trying to like you know like you're taking in this beauty or taking in this whatever you're looking at and you're like always trying to you know you're in like a lower angle and Mm-hmm. And so it's like ground shot because yeah. you feel like you're at that perspective yeah, yeah. and everything mm-hmm. was like so giant around you and like and then like you're just like wow like you know in awe yeah you just and i was like when i watched that movie it was like there's moments of like i was when i was like a kid i couldn't see beauty like that looked like that you know and it like when you're in that when you're in that like realm of watching that movie you're just finding like wow like this is so authentic you know like not like Mm -hmm. your classical like oh yeah we're gonna shoot everything 50 millimeter and above yeah we're all close you're getting to see like you feel like you're there like how your eyes would see a wide uh view of something like i see this whole room perfectly yeah and like which is cool he used like wide angles like really close to people and so you still see a lot around them yeah you got a lot of perspective like around like the environment but then you'd like you'd be like wow like you know that's how it feels when you're like in with close to a person too like Mm -hmm. you're like the lens is sitting in front of like maybe 
10 inches away from a guy's face as when you're close but you still see all the way out here but you're focused here yeah so it's very realistic like that yeah there's something about it where it like feels natural or like in a way of like you're there yeah subjective view Mm -hmm. that's cool because it almost seemed like i mean in that movie it almost seemed like the camera was a character yeah and that's the ones I and, like where they're taking you on a journey and they're like putting you in this spot and you're like part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't happen that often. Yeah. And there's like some symbolic cinematography that like, you're like, wow, like, okay, I get it. Like it's all co- interconnected with like life or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I hear Sammy snoring in the Sammy background. Snoring. Like, yeah. Oh. A room away. Sorry. That's but, fine. Uh, yeah, Terrence Malick, he's a very experimental yeah. director. And he lets, he lets like, it seems like he lets his cameraman, you know, Chivo, just like do his thing, which, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yes, yeah, really cool. I watched one of his movies recently. I forgot what it's called. It has, uh, again, Ryan Gosling, but it has, um, so Ryan Gosling, uh, Rooney Mara, and friggin- Natalie Portman. Is she, she in there? I don't know. What's the name of it? Uh, song, song oh, to song or something. Fr- friends of song, something. Song, um, song of friends. Who's freaking Magneto? What's his name? Michael Fassbender. He's in it. The older guy. Uh, or the young Magneto. Young Magneto. Oh it's yeah, yeah. he's a good actor. I like him. And the um, old old Magneto is cool too. Let's not slam the old actors. They're still equally cool. But that's yeah, that's. That's one I still need to watch for sure. My other favorite movies um, have to be like, you know, Blade Runner 2048 was like one of them. Um, I'm like missing a bunch. I'm spacing out. <laughs> yeah, well, we put you on the spot. I will say we'll jump around. Then if you have another one, you were we'll right. Back. It was song to song. Song to song. Yeah. And I this okay i'm looking up michael the way i found it was i went to michael fassbender's imdb um smart way uh and i i i thought i was going crazy thinking of this was a while ago the alien franchise because i really liked prometheus and i was like wasn't there another film recently and i couldn't think of it alien versus predator it's alien covenant oh (laughs) i never saw that one i think i saw prometheus which yeah. I, I'm not a big like horror or that's more sci-fi ask, yeah. but it, they're like, I did watch all those and they were slow moving, but they're like good. Yeah. I liked, I watched Pre- for some reason, predator was fine. I watched that with Arnold Schwarzenegger where they're in the, in the, in the jungle at first, the first one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Alien versus predator, all that stuff. It's all the monster movies. The uh, Kong versus Godzilla one. I haven't watched any was of those. Really cool. The new one. I never saw Skull Island, although my friend let me borrow one years ago of it. I heard that was good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh but they're all like they're like epic. The old, the one with like Jack Black and uh Naomi Watts. Oh. That one was good, but it was really long. And I think there's like sad stuff in that one too. That so. was a remake I, of the original? Kind well, it wasn't the original, but it's like just a new one. And it was like two and a half hours or something. Oh. Oh. I really like the new jungle book movies. Or not jungle book. Oh, um, sorry jumanji jumanji yes absolutely same thing same thing those Those are you haven't seen either i think i think i watched part of the one where it's like a video game that's the oh that's (laughs) the first one 
Well, uh, I guess the original was a board game, the one yeah. with Robin well, Williams. Yeah, yeah the I one love with that Robin one. Williams. Yeah, so the That's new amazing. the remakes I haven't seen. Oh, they're so good. They're so they're, funny. and they're funny too. They they because the Robin Williams one was like a serious movie, yeah. and these are like they're in a game, but there's humor and there's everything. Oh, okay. And the second one's amazing. And there's like a life lesson behind the movie yeah. too. Yeah, the second one even has Danny DeVito and uh, Danny Glover too. Mm. So. Yeah, second one's awesome. It, I feel like it's even better than the first, but the first one's great. But it's it's rare to have a sequel like beat the first one, but they're both like equally good. So they're fun, fun rides. I think my favorite movie of all time wow. is that thing you do. Okay. One of, one of, <laughs> and the other ones walk hard. <laughs> I'll just yeah. walk hard with uh, John C. Riley. Yeah. Because <laughs> making fun of all the music movies and it's mm-hmm. just so funny. I would say one of my favorite movies I recently watched, um, it was it was with Jonah Hill. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had also um, Joaquin Phoenix in it. Jonah Hill, and Joaquin Phoenix. And it was, it was Joaquin what a Phoenix. Combo played um a guy that was paralegic like he had an accident and he mm. couldn't walk anymore and so he was in a ch- um like an electric chair to get around yeah. and jonah hill was playing like um was it a caretaker no he was playing like you know like the aa meeting like okay leader like oh. he was like the leader of like you know helping these yeah um alcoholic you know people who've had problems being an alcoholic yeah yeah and um it was interesting but uh, i think it's called like he won't get far from on feet or on foot on foot i, I don't know far that's interesting so it's like is uh, it it's don't worry he won't get far on foot yes okay gus i've Vance, never heard of that gus Van awesome. my memory sometimes oh gus van zance is like a very famous like indie director well i'm not just indie but like Kind of art film. Director. I've never even heard of this. 2018. It's beautiful. Really? Okay. Yeah. And another one um, I really liked that I watched was, um, and this was actually I watched these movies during the pandemic or 2020 because mm-hmm. uh, we're still in a pandemic. But um, yeah. It's, it's uh, going to be happening for a little longer at least. This new film that Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. He, I can never say his name right. Yeah, I want to say Shiloh, but it's not right. Um, he actually wrote and directed it. Oh, or is it the one where he's he, he playing wrote his dad slash produced it or something? He played his dad. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, um, Honey Boy. Yeah, Honey, Boy. Honey Boy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's like portraying his childhood, basically. I think I watched it where the where his dad's a clown. Yeah. Yeah. And he does that chicken thing with mm-hmm. the. He has that chicken trick that he did. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, chicken trick it. like he's in a suit? He's in his clown suit and he does this thing with a chicken. I, I, I forget forgot. exactly what yeah. he did. but And that one was considered a kind of independent film. Yeah. More. It was... Um... These are all like arty. I like it. It's like stuff like it's off the beaten path from like the main blockbuster Yeah, movies. that's why sometimes it's really hard for me like just to like throw something out like... Because, like, I think the blockbuster movies are just, like, uh, fillers. Of like... Except Jumanji. Those were blockbusters, yeah. but they were great. <laughs> so there's certain ones, yeah. That I guess we that. can't say blockbusters anymore because it's blockbuster. I guess there's blockbuster still a video. blockbuster there video. There is. In Oregon. Yeah. My friends went there on their way to in California. Bend? Somewhere in <sighs> southern. Uh, no, it's off I-5. 
Uh, Medford maybe or something. Okay. I watched Tenet. I want to bring this up. Okay. I watched Tenet. Yeah. And I'm so mad at you. Why? Because you said I wouldn't understand it and I freaking understood it the first time. No, no. I said I don't even fully understand it after one time. It takes, there's more, there's layers to it. Like and I then, get the premise of it. I understood sure. the premise of, did you see Tenet? No. It's a new Christopher Nolan film. And there's oh. just this like, it's then, a crazy weaving story. There's some, some time jumping involved all kinds of crazy stuff um but it it jumps around so much and i was like i had premonitions about some of the things that were going on i was like okay i think this guy is you foreshadowing foreshadowing is a premonition (laughs) (laughs) same word so i had some foreshadowings of like oh i think that the person in this mask is so and so or this or that or not mask but in a suit you know you didn't just see their face but but there's a lot of like trippy stuff in that movie and i totally understand what you're saying though too like you i was like i kind of got it but I, after the movie i sat there for five or ten minutes i didn't i went on to the next thing because i understood it a hundred percent yeah you think you got every moment in that movie okay yeah. if you'd seen it already we would dive into some of this now but we're mm-hmm. gonna wait until we don't <laughs> yeah. spoil it for you so for those for those who haven't seen tenet Go watch it. You won't understand it the first time, just like Dolly didn't, even though she says oh she understands God, it 100%. Understand it. 100%. How dare you? Um, well, there's more than meets the eye with that movie. Where did you watch it, Dolly? Here. That was the problem. Oh, it's on HBO Max. Okay. You, cool. The problem was you watched it at home. Shut up. That's how you thought you understood it more. If you watch it <laughs> at someone else's house with people around, it's then people good. will be yeah. asking you questions and it'll make it confusing. Um, but it has a, I will say this, it has Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, Washington. Oh, wow. and, and the voice and the eyes. Cause he's like, oh, sometimes has a helmet on his eyes look the same. And I was like, Oh, this is so trippy. It looks like I'm watching a young Denzel Washington uh, at points. What I was going to say is Robert. So Robert Pattinson, isn't it? Okay. Um, and I've been really impressed with his body of work recently yeah except for that weird um what's that netflix movie where he plays like a pastor and the guy made up his own southern accent which i'm like he made his own up robert pattinson did yeah so it's not a true southern accent right i don't know i don't know how to best encapsulate that maybe it's a certain area and he tried to mimic someone from a certain county or something because what he said, I mean, what he has said in interviews is that he tried not to get influenced by outside. So he um, just went for it. Himself. Yeah, he just went for it. So that's the part that's annoying to you, probably. The idea of it is annoying to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still haven't watched it, but that's the only thing that's holding me back. So you haven't even seen it. I haven't even seen it. Well, but yeah, I've liked um, his other stuff. I'm sure you'd like it. He's He was really good in that. I forgot he was and in that. He was good into like Twilight and stuff. So Twilight was really good. <laughs> Really, really good. I've heard. Yeah. I haven't seen any Twilight movies. Yeah. He was in one. Neither of you guys asked me what my favorite film was. Not but yet. It's We're Twilight. There. So, nope. Passed oh. it. What's your favorite film, Dolly? Uh, yeah, what's your favorite film? Or films of all time. Okay, here's my top three in no specific order. And also not in my top three, but these are the first three that come to mind. Uh, Goodfellas. Okay. By Marty Scorsese. Great. Yeah. Um, Arrival. One. Arrival with Amy Adams and freaking Nighthawk, Jeremy Renner. I heard that's really good too. Um, and yeah, Blade Runner 2049. Can I add one third one to mine? Mm-hmm. And it's not Blade Runner 2049, even though both of you guys loved it, but although I do love it. But 
the Born Legacy with Jeremy Renner is okay. was one of my favorites when I saw it. I've only seen it once, but I really liked the reboot of the Born series with a new person. Mm-hmm. I thought it was done really well. But there's so many movies. It's tough because I love so many movies. But I picked two real, like a go- really goofy comedy and then That Thing You Do, which is a feel-good one. So I can't... I think... Dang it. No... I got to go Austin Powers trilogy for my my best third one. Skip, skip Born Legacy. Austin Powers trilogy wins for my third favorite series. Yeah. It's just so funny. So I think I just live in the world of like, I want to laugh a lot, but I still like the artsy stuff a lot too. What I was going to say though about, um, you know, I think it's great that like Christopher Nolan, he like basically he does all these cool genres of films and he's just like very diverse like yeah he'll jump from like an old war movie to like some experimental like you know like i mean you know batman you know dark mm-hmm. knight you yeah. know inception and then inception oh yeah inception and was experimental insane. and actually tenant is its own weird thing too kind of soldiery but not totally it's yeah it's crazy like and do you know that on those movies like he well i know on he they actually crash a plane i don't want to ruin it but they have this big like moment where a plane runs into a building or whatever and instead of cgiing it he's like the best way to do this is to really do it and they really did it yeah everything he does is like i mean they explore how to do something revolutionary like with a camera Mm -hmm. or with like the current technology um but he, in in camera effects you know and like yeah right like interstellar was like can you believe how they shot that compared to like what gravity looked like mm-hmm. you know like gra- did he do interstellar like, too yeah. yeah oh wow yeah so his movie i mean he's just like mind-blowing i met his i met his like i think his former dp um really? at cine year a couple years ago that's awesome. Yeah. So you, that picked their brain. I'm sure they shot in large format too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably shooting. And he shoots only film. But I like the directors that are doing like the old way. They're like, well, instead of CGIing this car crash, we're just going to run cars into each other because that's the most re- realistic yeah. look. The last, stuff. I think the last three films, he's worked with the same DP because he used to work with Wally Fierster. That's the guy you met? Well, no, I met um, Hoyt Van Hoytman. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he seems like a really nice guy and like super talented mm-hmm. and then very interested in large format. So you like shook the, hands I'm, I'm like, with the man that shook hands with Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Chris Nolan. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's it was cool. interesting because like he came over to like a group and I was like, I was talking to some like old DP from like um, England. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I can't forget. I forgot his name right now. Um, but uh, he was just hanging out, and then all of a sudden, like Hoyt comes over and introduces himself to like three other gentlemen, and uh, it's like, dude, I just I just shook hands with the the <laughs> so DP cool. of Interstellar, you know? Yeah, and Dunkirk. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was wild. That's awesome. So crazy. I love meeting people that are famous, but they're not known, but they're like 
um, I'm going to use this word because that's the only word you can use badasses. And I yeah. don't even, I don't even use, I don't even well, say this ass is a clean normally. Podcast. It's a clean <laughs> podcast, but that's a donkey. So they're bad donkeys in their industry. No, no, like really yeah. like just like awesome people. You're like, this is amazing. So on that note, sorry, I swore kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Matthew. Yeah, thank you, Matthew. And I really yeah. want to dive more into the other famous people you've met. Maybe another time we can do this again. But thanks yeah, for like joining to, us. I'd like yeah. to talk more about um, my band life journey. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring it back. Okay. Thanks for joining us for episode 20. Shoot the breeze. <laughs>